This is a Holy Baptist Church podcast, bringing you into a community in which everyone is welcome, lives are changing, and Jesus is King. Thanks for listening with us today. We would invite you to subscribe so you can keep up to date with us. But for now, we pray you enjoy listening for what God has in store for you in this episode, and that it helps change your life for the better, in Jesus' name. Enjoy. Good morning and welcome. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm Stu. And um, welcome to today. We are um, continuing the last of our series, Messages from God. You're very welcome if you are joining us live now, or if you're watching us on demand, or you're watching us in years to come. I will still look like this, obviously. Never age. (laughs) So the last in our Messages from God series, so if you haven't watched them, you can catch up on our YouTube channel. So that's Holy Baptist Church. You'll find us on YouTube. And all of them are there for you to see. Um, and today's is, I'm going to get this right, because I often just make it up. I make up. I, <laughs> I remember the title and I just tweak it slightly. Um, and it's about meeting invite. So Martin will be talking to us about that. And do we always know what we're invited to? Do we hold out for other things? Like, oh, is something better going to come along? What am I missing out on? Mm. And Martin's maybe going to talk to us about what is God inviting us to. So that'll be, um, we'll be looking at some of that. Should we have a little look at our intro video? We are constantly bombarded with emails and messages these days. Our employers, peers, family, friends and colleagues are always communicating with us and sending us their updates, thoughts, feelings, ideas and opinions about what we should, would, could or must be getting on with and doing. We want to explore some of the messages God sends us in the Bible to explore, to think about how we can make the most of life and orient ourselves so we enjoy and explore what God has in store for us. Do you get those clever email invitations where you need to choose yes, no, or maybe before it plonks itself in your calendar? I mean, which option do you click on most? Are you decisive, yes or no? Or are you perhaps like me and you hover over that maybe button? See, are you perhaps missing out on the best your life has to offer because you struggle to say yes? I don't know if you're on social media, I've been on Facebook for years and I dabble a bit with Instagram and I I must admit it's easy to get sucked in, doom scrolling they call it, when you spend hours gazing at other people's filtered lives, usually the highlights and the best bits that they wish to share. And this has led to a phenomenon known as FOMO, fear of missing out where the best bits of people's lives evoke feelings of jealousy and anger and even depression in others. But there is another similar acronym that points towards a linked but slightly different reaction to life, and that's FOBO, fear of better options. And maybe you've experienced this where an invite comes in for a party or an event, but you, you hesitate to reply or say yes, because, well, a better invite might come along. I mean, what if you agree to go to the cinema with a friend, but that you get invited to the garden party at Buckingham Palace, or you get backstage passes to your favorite band's concert? See, FOBO can create a crippling effect where a person feels unable to commit to anything just in case a better option presents itself. Now, this may seem a bit 
far-fetched, but I bet you know someone who never commits, always answers maybe, and you know that nearly always means no. Now, this isn't just a new issue linked to the rise of social media. I remember back to the night of the 31st of December, 1999, supposedly the greatest party ever to happen, the seeing in of a new millennium. And my friends and I decided that we would have a an amazing night but rather than committing to any one party we chose to walk around the town looking for the best party the problem was wherever we try the party had just ended time and time again always missing out till we arrived home at 4 30 in the morning exhausted having never managed to attend a single party but we can look back even further than that and find people turning down party invites in the Bible, in his account of Jesus' life and ministry, Luke writes of a time when Jesus tells a story. A story about a rich man who throws this amazing banquet and he has his long invite list and he sends his servants to give out the invitations. But everyone kept saying no. They came up with excuses that were pretty feeble. You know, I've bought a new field and I need to check it out. I've bought some oxen and I need to try them out. I've just got married. That's it. Blame the wife. I mean, can you hear yourself making similarly feeble excuses? I mean, I certainly can. And how many times have I missed out of something amazing because I couldn't be bothered or I didn't want to miss out on a better alternative? See, I believe that I and probably you could have a much more exciting, fulfilling life if rather than hover consistently over the maybe button, which is really no, you erred on the side of yes. Where you forced yourself out of a comfortable yet boring existence and grasped every possible opportunity. As Nike tells us, just do it. In Jesus' story, when the master is told of all these feeble excuses, he sends a servant out again, but this time to invite to the party the poor, the crippled, the blind and the lame, those on the fringe of society, those who were looked down upon, those that no self-respecting person would ever invite to a party because the master wanted a full house and everyone was welcome. All that was required was for them to say yes and turn up. And as for the original guest lists, well, the master says this, for none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. They missed out because of their indecision, excuses, and reluctance to commit to anything. Now, I think that we all get that if we push ourselves more, if we say yes more than no, then there is a better possibility that life's opportunities might open up for us. But Jesus being Jesus, when he told this story about a great banquet, he wasn't really encouraging people to say yes to every party invite. He's saying something really important about us and God. And he was drawing parallels with the religious people of the day who were being invited to be part of God's kingdom, to follow Jesus. And they should have known better. They should have been the first in line. And yet they came up with excuses to stay as they were, comfortable, unchallenged, unfulfilled. Instead, when you read about Jesus' life on earth, 
you see him reaching out to the untouchable, the unlovable, much to the disgust of the religious elite. He spent time with them, he ate with them, he listened to them, he loved them and showed them that they were of infinite worth. So much so that they couldn't wait to say yes to Jesus and his, and his invitation to be a part of the kingdom of God. Jesus demonstrated in a very real way the love and acceptance their Heavenly Father had for them. So what about you? What do you say? Because Jesus is extending that same invitation to you. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you have or haven't done. No one is beyond God's love, acceptance and forgiveness. God wants his house full. He wants you at the greatest party ever. Now you might be hovering over the maybe button. You might be considering saying no, but ask yourself why. Are you hoping for a better offer? Would you prefer to be comfortable and unhappy rather than challenged yet fulfilled? See, can I encourage you to click on yes? Accept this life-changing invitation to be part of something amazing and far bigger than yourself. I promise you that you won't regret it. And if you want to click on yes, why not pray this prayer of acceptance with me? Lord God, thank you so much for this amazing invitation. That because of Jesus, I have been given an invitation to follow you, to give my life to you and to be a citizen of your kingdom. There's so much tempting me to hold back. Click maybe, say no. But right now I recognize my need for your love and forgiveness. So I say yes to you. Help me to let go of my fears and doubts and trust you with my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Do you have a fear of better options? Are you hedging your bets and failing to commit because of fear? What is stopping you from saying yes to Jesus? Is your reason a valid one or an excuse? Oh, I don't know how to answer that really. I think that sometimes I can um, 
if I don't know what I'm going to. Okay. So if you're invited to something or if you're making a choice in life that, I don't know, maybe it's a new job, maybe it's moving away to a different area, maybe it's like some of those big life things, yeah? I think sometimes you can, you're in your comfort zone and it can be very difficult then to make that choice, that decision to do something new. Mm. And that could be, you know, you, so you don't commit because you're fearful of what that could look like, what that could become. Is that the right choice? And I think that can sometimes be the same with like friendships or, you know, meetings or parties, like, you know, yeah. go to a new work meeting and you're thinking, well, I don't know what it's going to be <laughs> yeah. about and yeah. whether I've got the right knowledge for the room. So I kind of, I think there's yeah. something about that, thinking just about what we've been talking about before. What about you, Stuart? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that I think there's quite a few dimensions to this question. It's, it's, it's <laughs> quite, is. yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's, um, when you, when you talk about kind of, you know, kind of, you know, not committing to something out of, you know, potentially sort of, you know, being fearful, I think kind of, you know, the, the Christian life is is a hard option. It's a hard option. It's not it's not the easy way. It's not the it's not the you know kind of the the comfortable way. It's it's a very difficult way. And you know because you know I think life life can offer you so much such an easier path. Yeah. You know, and you know it kind of free so freed of so yeah, many slightly freer of challenges. Yeah, and responsibilities, and you know just potentially sort of. I guess a lot of people could see it as lacking consequence, you know, because you can, you can go through life and because there's, you know, if you don't have that relationship with God, then you think there's, there's, there is no consequence to, to whatever action you might do because, you know, just that's it. That's the life and all there is, you know? Yeah. So I think for, I guess perhaps from that, that point of view, it's quite a, it's quite a, a big thing, you know, to kind of, to, to think that kind of, to make that decision to be, to become a Christian and to, to have that Christian life as, that's quite a that's a big thing. Yeah, and I think there's two the two commandments that Jesus first said sort of whilst he was on the earth. You know, we had like the Ten Commandments. So if you know anything about that, but the Ten Commandments in we were in the Old Testament, given to Moses by God, that's what we believe for a Christian. And then Jesus said, Well, there were two commandments, love yourself as I have loved you, and love your neighbour as yourself. So in other words, love is the key. Now I think, you know doesn't necessarily mean that Christians do that because it's a journey that we go on. But equally, it can be that if you don't have that, those commandments, if you like, hanging over you, which is kind of what Stuart's saying, then you don't have to look really difficult neighbour, regardless of the fact that, you know, they're difficult and, you know, so it doesn't necessarily mean the person next door to you. It means maybe your colleagues, friends or people you come across. So, uh, yeah, I can can see what you're you're saying with regards to that's a bit easier because you don't have to try and be the, the, the nicer person if well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Some people do who aren't Christians, to be fair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ah. We're back. Woo-hoo. Magic. I was literally just messaging everybody going, we've just lost connection. <laughs> um, but Adrian that. is quicker than I can type, which is amazing. Oh, and I'm going to now turn my volume down because that would be horrendous to hear me 300 <laughs> times. Um, so... We were talking on question um, three, two, two. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we've lost the plot now. It's we quite have. easy to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was just sort of merrily talking to my Stuart and Adrian and not you about the fact that some I do know of some people that um, 
will edge their bets through yeah. that whole thing of like, oh, I don't know if I'll go to that, I don't know if I'll go to this, I don't know if I'll go to that, I don't know if I'll yeah. go to this, because they want to know what the best thing is and they don't, they're fearful that they'll get it wrong, I think. I think that's where the fear to commit is. Or maybe they'll actually really struggle with those social situations. Mm. And, um, you know, and the easier thing is they often end up doing nothing. You know, yeah, so that's, they don't. That's not living, is it? I know, Just... but it's really difficult because we don't. You know, I'm not that sort of person. I like to go out and see people, but occasionally I, I actually just need my own space. Just yeah, yeah. two weeks of that. Um, but <laughs> you know, so but occasionally I need my own space. But I'm not that sort of person to understand. You know, there's are people who struggle to even leave their house. They have agoraphobia mm. and they struggle to go outside. Yeah. Then actually, you, you know, I I can't work, walk their shoes. But how do so? I'm just thinking about how do you support and help people with that? Because actually, sometimes if there's too many options. I mean, I was just saying that at the beginning, wasn't I? If I have too many meeting options for work, I'm like, I don't know which one to go to, which is sure. the one I'm supposed to go to, which one yeah. that my boss is expecting me to be at. Um, you know, if I've got five that are all at the same time, I can't be yeah. at all five. No. So sometimes <laughs> it's, it can trigger anxiety, that sort of thing, you know, when you've got lots of options, mm. and you don't know which is the best one to go for. Um, you don't know which one you're expecting. Other people have expectations of you. Are you expected to be at certain ones? Are you going to yeah. lose friendships if you don't go to a certain one? So it can, I think, I think it actually can be quite anxiety inducing. So I, I, I can see that sort of failing to commit because of fear, that fear piece being actually, I can't cope with doing that. I can't yeah, yeah. cope with that. Okay. I just wanted to quickly touch on question three. So what is stopping you from saying yes to Jesus? And this could be a similar thing. There could be a little bit of fear here mm. in the fact that we, I don't know what it's going to be like or it's going to be potentially difficult, which Stuart was touching on earlier. Mm. It might not be the easiest path for me to take. What will it mean for my life? And if you're a planner, I think planners can sometimes struggle mm. because you're fitting into somebody else's plan for your life. Yeah. So actually, we believe that Jesus has a plan for our lives and want, and, and actually just say that it, it gives us our life to the fullest. It is, gives us what we should be doing on this earth. But if you're not, if you're a planner and you've kind of got things worked out, you want to do this by this age and that by this age and, da, 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 and all these things that you've got planned in your life to then kind of have to smush that to one side or squeeze it into somebody else's plan okay. could be quite fearful and could be something that's stopping you. Or it could just be that you're not sure what that expectation of you is, a bit like that sort of expectation of people at a party or whatever, or what friends are going to think of you. Maybe mm. is that is it going? Is that is that the right option? Is it the right invitation to accept? So I just wanted to throw that in there, um, just to start you thinking. Do have a look back. You can rewind if when you're on demand and have a look back at the questions as well, just to have a little because they are. We were saying that actually. Um, you know, we've got Adrian helping us. Thank you, Adrian, who's quickly got us back online. Um, his, we were just saying that actually those four questions are quite challenging questions. Yeah, exactly. They are actually quite probing and they're quite, <laughs> they do need a bit more time than, than say we can give them today. So do have, do go away and reflect on them yourselves. Yeah. You can also, if this has generated any questions and particularly that prayer at the end, which I think we will reread for you um, in a bit. Um, that prayer at the end of the, the sermon where and the talk where Martin was just sort of giving you that option to pray that prayer, which is accepting the invitation that Jesus gives you. If you're not sure about that, or if you did pray that prayer for the first time and you want to get in contact with us, there's two emails you can um, email the church with. 
first one being um, got questions at hawleybaptist.org.uk so any questions that this might have generated or any of the series generated please and or any questions really about the faith um, please do message in and then you can message join.in at hawleybaptist.org.uk which is just something about if you want to know more um, any courses that we're running any other things that we've got going on in the church then that's something you can um, email us for there and if you think that this series has been good i think they've been really good bite-sized um mm. chunks actually and um, yeah. just getting you thinking and um you just want to and they're really relatable because we all get emails messages <laughs> meeting invites <Absolutely>. and everything <laughs> so so they're really relatable so do share them with people that you know if you think that they would benefit from them too that was today's episode of holy baptist church podcast we hope it's prompted you to want to follow jesus hopefully a lot but even just a little bit more closely if you have any questions about what you've heard in today's episode or you want to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, you can email us, gotquestions at hawleybaptist.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. It would really make our day. If you want to hear more from us, just a reminder, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can download the Holy Baptist Church app from the Apple App Store or Google Play to hear it as well. Simply search Holy Baptist Church. Thank you again for listening to the Holy Baptist Church podcast. We pray God will bless you and we'll see you next time. <laughs>